Thank you for tuning in to Make It In The South Sound, the Chambers podcast series, bringing you stories and information about and for the South Sound business community. This podcast series is made possible through the support of our generous sponsors, Amazon, Columbia Bank, Minority Business Development Agency, and Verizon Wireless. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. I'm AJ Gordon, Vice President at Banner Bank and past board chair of the Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors. One thing I love about working with the Chamber is that more than two-thirds of our membership are small businesses. That's a lot of businesses. And each of those businesses has a great story from how they got started, why they got started, what challenges they face, and how they are contributing to the community. And most of the stories have great takeaways for all of our listeners can learn from and help grow their own business. With that in mind, I'm excited to have with us here today, Judy Brown. Judy and her husband, DJ, are the owners and operators of Tacoma Trophy. Tacoma Trophy, located in Lakewood, has been in business for 16 years. Is that right, Judy? Yes. Wow, that's a long time. That's an achievement in and of itself. They are veteran-owned and recently were finalists for the U.S. Chamber's Dream Big Small Business Award. There were only 27 finalists out there of more than 3,000 applicants. And we just found out they were one of eight U.S. Chamber's Business Achievement Award winners. Now, that's a big deal. Congratulations, Judy. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Welcome. It's always exciting to hear from the small business community and our listeners love, as I mentioned earlier, the takeaways so uh, let's get started. Great. Uh, with that being said, let's talk about the award, right? Awards are so fun to be recognized, but then also be able to share with others maybe what the award was about, uh, what the qualification process was. First of all, congratulations for getting the award. Uh, maybe you can tell us more about what the award was for. Absolutely. Uh, so again, it was the U.S. Chamber of Commerce annual Dream Big Awards, um, and we entered in the Veteran-Owned Achievement Award category. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the U.S. Chamber, these awards celebrate the achievements of small businesses and honors their contributions to America's economic growth. Cool. Uh, businesses to be eligible uh, to, to participate um, must be for-profit, uh, operating for at least one year, primarily in the Uni- United States, mm-hmm. and have less than 250 employees or less than $20 million in gross revenues uh, for both of the previous two years. So th- that was the main criteria. Uh, the Ch- U.S. Chamber actually awarded nine awards. One overall winner, who was the Small Business of the Year, um, and th- that winner actually got not only an award, but a cash uh, oh, nice. prize as well. Um, that was not us. <laughs> However, we were, close. <laughs> we were one of the eight um, other award category winners, again, in the Veteran-Owned Achievement Award winner. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, for those of us that have heard about Tacoma Trophy, maybe some of our listeners haven't, why don't we take a step back now that we know about this amazing award you won and talk a little bit about what Tacoma Trophy does. And we know you've been around 16 years, but maybe shed a little light into that. Sure. Um, thank you for the opportunity. Obviously, we sell all kinds of trophies. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we produce and sell a wide variety of awards. We specialize in custom military plaques and we do a significant amount of business with the local military community. However, for those business owners who might be listening, um, if they are looking for a way to 
award their high-performing, innovative team members um, in a way that's going to recognize, affirm, and motivate those people to continue doing good work. Mm -hmm. Well, we have a whole variety of awards and gifts that will, will fit that bill and will help in that effort. In addition, we assist many local businesses with their marketing efforts by sourcing print and promotional products from our worldwide supplier network. Okay. What are some of your favorite trophies that you've produced over the years? <laughs> well, you know, we, it, it, when you walk into our store, you'll obviously see the military influence mm -hmm. because we do so much with the military and, and much of the the more creative awards are are geared more towards them mm -hmm. um but you know we have done we have trophies that award people for for weight loss we have trophies that are general business you know sales trophies mm -hmm. or even just fun trophies um when when pigs fly is a is a trophy that came out in the last <laughs> few years um and and i i thought that that was a great one um so there truly are trophies and awards for pretty much everything mm -hmm. out there if you're having any kind of a contest whether it be a serious competition or something that's just fun uh we we get inundated with fantasy football trophies i was gonna at say it's fantasy football season at the beginning of the season and then at the end of the season depending on how people's leagues um work mm -hmm. um that's always fun uh and, and seeing how different people you know work with their traveling trophy for things like that. So, yeah. yeah. That's cool. You mentioned that there is a large military influence in the trophies you produce. Uh, I can only imagine there's a tie because you and your husband both served in the military and then retired from military. Well, DJ served in the okay. military. I was the spouse. So, um, That's I still mean, serving I, in my book. I, I, I served in, in that capacity. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so DJ retired from the Navy uh, in 2006, and then that's when we started our business. Uh, and, you know, when we were originally thinking of, you know, retiring from the military, what are we going to do? He was... Um, not at all interested in starting at the bottom somewhere and working for somebody else. So he, right. you know, he's like, we need to figure out something we can do on our own. Mm -hmm. And together, that's yes. Great. And we explored um, a, a franchise and then decided that probably wasn't the route we wanted to go. So we ended up just buying one piece of equipment. Uh, it was a foil press. That's how we started. We did not start doing trophies. In mm -hmm. fact, when we started our business. We actually were in Snohomish County. Oh, that's where the Navy was. Um, so that's Makes that's sense. where that's where we went. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was during that first year in business that we then got connected with the people who schedule concessionaires at JBLM at the shopping facilities at JBLM, and so for a while we were driving every day from Mill Creek to JBLM and back. And then uh, during in, in 2007 we said, "Why are we still doing this? And mm -hmm. let's just move down to Pierce County." And so that's what we did. There you go. Uh, and then you know the, it it just grew from there. Um, we we bought our laser engraver, the first laser engraver in 2007. DJ taught himself how to operate it. Uh, and we just listened to the customers. Uh, customers would come in and say, well, I know you can do this and this, but, you know, can you, can you print on this? Can you engrave something? Can you? And so we listened to customers. We found sources and products and machines that could help us do that, and we just grew from there. Nice. 
And been in Lakewood since 2007, it sounds like. We, well, we, so yes, well, we've been in, we were in Lakewood, and then we were in, our stores actually moved three different times, but we were in Lakewood, and then for a time we were out in Parkland uh, near the PLU campus, Mm -hmm. uh, and then we've been in Lakewood ever since. Okay. How many employees do you have? Right now we have 13 officially. 13? Yes. Okay. That's a good size. Mm -hmm. It's a great, great size for a small Mm -hmm. business. Mm Mm-hmm. What are some of the challenges over these 16 years? Uh, you can focus on maybe the pandemic or even just being a small business and dealing with those challenges, but yet still succeeding, still doing great work, and, and clearly with being nominated for awards, uh, it's being recognized. So Sure. Uh, well, well, certainly the pandemic um, presented challenges that none, nobody would have expected. Uh, we were we were fortunate one in the fact that we do so much with the military and we also do a lot of work with electricians so while we were not deemed an essential business because we provided products and services Mm -hmm. to those industries we could operate minimally um, and so we we continued to to do that but we've we've overcome a number of challenges um, aside from the pandemic Uh, you know, we, you know, <laughs> DJ and I have now been married for 32 years. Uh, when we first started a business and we're together 24-7, um, we, <laughs> we, learned, we learned quickly that we have very different work styles, uh, very different ways that we approach our days. Um, for a time, I, I worked another job because, quite frankly, that was the only way that we would have been able to go home at night and, and still be uh, together. So, yeah. uh, but we, you know, we made that work. Um, certainly we, you know, bought some equipment early on, um, that we thought was great and it worked sometimes and didn't work a lot of times. And then we found we couldn't get it serviced in any way. And so, you know, we, we learned some lessons there. We have a couple expensive paperweights in a, in a garage (laughs) that, um, are the result of those purchases. Um, and then, as I mentioned, we had had we did have to move our store for a number of reasons. I mean, we had developers tear down one building, mm-hmm. and we had, you know, landlords wanting what seemed to be outrageous rent increases a couple of times. And so, um, moving a business, especially a small business, is tough. It, it you know, when customers get used to where you are and so when you have to move even though it's not a far move it still causes disruption and customers feel like you're, you're gone right. um, and so you have to reestablish. yeah and the communication those. exactly right yeah the tie that Pierce County has to the military is so strong I mean it's a huge economic driver uh, clearly you have a passion for that community and it, it served well what would you say to other business owners that are listening and maybe haven't found that way to bridge that community of, of our military men and women? Um, what advice would you give them? Re- reach out. Um, make, make them feel comfortable and welcome in, in your store or your business. Um, make sure that they're aware that, that you exist. Um, and there are a lot of ways that you can do that. Um, I know for us, and, and even though we're pretty well known now on JBLM, we still make a point of participating in events out at the base at least twice a year. Uh, we go to Armed Forces Day, we go to their January or to their July Fourth uh, event. We help out the spouse clubs when they have different kinds of events. 
but you know, there are, um, I mean, we're, we are so fortunate to have a good relationship um, with the military community. And, and now we're even seeing some folks come over from the Navy base um, because some of the trophy shops across the bridge didn't last through the pandemic. So on Saturdays, we often see a lot of people coming over um, that way. And, you know, for us, we, we love it. Um, well, we love it anytime we have Navy people who come in because they speak our language. We've, we've had to learn Army and Air Force um, language, and <laughs> we, we do our best with that. Um, but, you know, in this area, the JBLM community and the veteran community contribute so significantly to the economic vitality of the entire region. Most and definitely. really all business sectors benefit from the military population. Mm -hmm. uh, and we need to do everything we can to ensure that JBLM and the VA continue to grow and prosper here in Pierce County. You know, and we, we've long looked at our military customers, frankly, as our research and development department. Um, as I mentioned, many of the most creative projects that we've done comes from them. are them. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, oftentimes they will just walk in with something and say, we need this engraved, or we need you to mount this on something, or we want this incorporated in something. And that, I mean, yes, it's a challenge, but it also gets our team, you know, their creative juices flowing and, and come up with different ideas that we can draw off of that. You know, we have an Army spouse who works for us. Oh, um, nice. Actually, her husband just left on deployment yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, she has a lot of support on the base, but, you know, I, I've been in her shoes. I know what that's like. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're, we're going to be with her and get her through um, the, the coming months and make sure she's taken care of and has everything that she needs. Um, so that, you know, that's another way that uh, businesses and people in the community can help and support the military community here. Yeah, no, that's good. Great advice and great, great insight for someone who's been uh, serving that community for as long as you and DJ have. So outside of the military community, um, you know, Pierce County does continue to see more businesses start, mm -hmm. right? And there's uh, listeners to our podcast that are probably trying to think of how to start a business from just that bigger 30,000 mm -hmm. foot viewpoint and 16 years in, in the local market. What would you say to them and uh, maybe what direction you were given or, or found out on your own when you were starting your business to encourage them to, to really be their own entrepreneur and, and to make something special on their own? So anybody who knows me um, will, will tell you that I do a lot of networking. And honestly, yeah, when we first started, somebody invited me to a networking event. Actually, we joined the Chamber of Commerce we were, up, we were up in Snohomish County, but we had joined the Everett Chamber of Commerce and would attend those events regularly. But to me, um, networking is the key, and, mm -hmm. and I encourage all business owners starting out or experienced to make and schedule time for networking. And while a lot of people look at networking and say, you know, they, they go to events thinking that they're going to, you know, get a sale or get a customer, and, and you might, and, you know, certainly that's why most people go. But I go more so because, to me, the magic in networking is the ability to tap into the knowledge, resources, and connections of all of those other people that you're going to meet. That's great. For, for us personally, our, our storefront Many of the display cases that we have in our store, a few of our employees, interns that we've hired, and even some of the strategies that we employed during the pandemic, all of those resulted because of networking. Mm -hmm. The relationships. Exactly. Built. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. 
Well, that was a great plug for the chamber. Thank you for that, Judy. <laughs> you know, because we definitely support that advocacy with local businesses being able to network together and trying to find the events uh, for them to do that. So, And I'm a huge fan. I've been in this market almost 20 years, and I would definitely say that the networking component of building relationships has really broadened the people I know. And you also mentioned the expertise and wisdom that you glean from those people mm-hmm. that you get to meet. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, we just had a chamber after hours yesterday. So there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully some people were able to make some connections at that. That's great advice, Judy. Um, what other last words or takeaways would you like to leave with our listeners today? Don't really have anything else, I don't you think. Covered I it just all. Thank, thank you again so much for the opportunity. Very good. Very good. And anybody out there that needs a trophy, an award, <laughs> engraving, I think this, Producer Jeff, this might be my 12th podcast. Maybe I can get a trophy. <laughs> we know where to go. <laughs> Very good. Well, that does it for this episode of Making It in the South Sound. Thank you all for joining us. Episodes can be found on the Chamber's website, TacomaChamber.org. Look for the link on the homepage and in the top menu. You can listen to Making It in the South Sound directly on our website, or better yet, subscribe, and then you'll never miss an episode. We want to again thank our generous sponsors. Without that, this podcast would not be possible. Amazon, Columbia Bank, the Minority Business Development Agency, and Verizon Wireless. Judy, thank you again for coming. And that wraps it up. Bye for now.